This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You are going to join us on anxiety and depression. And this is such a huge one, isn't it? Because I have a friend who suffers from anxiety, which is why I really wanted to get someone like you on the show. And she's always suffering and she has to take medication for it. But ever since this this arrived... She's been feeling better. And then I read, she's not alone. What is it about anxiety and being in the middle of this horrible situation that could really make people feel better? Yeah, well, I want to be clear that even the, my clients who have anxiety, you know, they feel the pain. They know what's going on. And because I, there are also a lot of my clients who are feeling less anxious now have a lot of guilt about it. So I want to mm-hmm. just be really clear that it's okay if you're not feeling as anxious as you think you should. There are no shoulds in this situation. When you struggle with an anxiety disorder, you're constantly worrying about what is going to happen. Kind of is the, is the other shoe going to drop? And your anticipation is really what causes a lot of the distress. And in this difficult situation we're in now, in some ways, the worst thing has happened. So the anticipation of what's going to happen next is less. And in addition, people who have anxiety disorders often feel alone with their anxiety. They feel stuck, and maybe your friend feels this way, that she's kind of swirling in her own head with Mm -hmm. worries. And looking out at the rest of the world and everyone else seems to be fine. And you think, geez, why can't I just be relaxed? Why can't I just be as zen as my friend Julie? But actually now, my clients are telling me that the fact that the outside world is matching their inside world, they feel less alone and they feel less anxious. It really is incredible because when the pandemic first started, you know, we were all tapping in and going, what about people who feel terrible already? But what about those who feel impending doom? And that's real. And and those people are still out there and struggling and there's people feeling new anxiety. But mm-hmm. the way you describe it is for those who are always looking into that outside world, it's almost like now there's a level playing field. Should they, should they feel badly about that though? I mean, is that, is that a way to their, is that a way to them feeling better about themselves and whole? Yeah, I mean, I think that everyone who's going through this needs to give themselves a lot of permission to be managing their feelings however they are. And it might be an opportunity for someone who's anxious, I've had this with a client of mine, to actually help other people who aren't usually anxious. This client of mine said that people were calling her in the first few days and saying, I know you've had panic attacks. I'm Mm -hmm. having them for the first time. How do you handle them? And she was able to actually give them some tips that we had worked on in therapy. So instead of feeling like she doesn't know how to handle things, suddenly she's in this position of feeling pretty in control. What does that tell us about anxiety and depression? Does that open any doors? Is that new for you? Where Are yeah, you surprised? Yeah, it, it, it's not so new for me about the anxiety. I mean, we, research really does show that what we're going through right now is a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. So if you've had trauma, past trauma, which whether that would be just a single experience of feeling like your life was in danger or being systemically oppressed and your life being in danger or not having family members who were there to support you, those kinds of traumas are going to be incredibly up and triggered right now. So if you're someone who went through those kinds of experiences, you are likely going to be feeling a lot more intense intense fear and anxiety. 
the clients I work with that have generalized anxiety disorder, kind of worry mm-hmm. and OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, some of them are feeling less anxious because, again, there's this idea that there isn't anything they can do to make this situation better. So they don't have to worry about what's coming up next. So it's a, well, it's a bit of a distinction. It is, and we have different categories. You know, from from your point of view, I mean, you're sitting there, you're you're dealing with people talking about their depression and their anxiety. Yeah. And here we have something that's really qualified as a reason to be depressed and anxious. I mean, and you're a human being. You may be feeling that way. You may have concerns. Your job may have changed. How much of a personal challenge is this for you? Oh, thanks for asking that question. As as a therapist, you know, on the other side of the chair, we don't get asked that that much. But mm-hmm. it has been really, it has been challenging. I have explained to some clients that um, the boundaries, right, between even the physical boundaries of working in video at home when I'm used to being in my office, or going through a trauma that my patients are going through at the exact same time. You know, at other times, even if let's say someone was going through a divorce and I've been through a divorce, I can relate, but I'm not going through mm-hmm. it. At the Exact same time. So it takes a lot of boundaries. It takes a lot of self-care for therapists right now to really make sure that we take care of ourselves and heal whatever's coming up for us so we can be really present to what's happening for our clients. All right. And and I can imagine, you know, let me ask you, considering everything you just said, has, has it changed your feelings towards your patients? Has it changed your approach? Because it's not a memory of a divorce that you made it through. This is real for you. So you're almost giving therapy to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually what's really shifted is I'm more transparent. So I'm more, you know, at times where I would be maybe not share how it's really hard. You know, someone might say, I I just want to, the other day a client said to me, I Mm -hmm. just, my kids are driving me wild. I just, and I said, yeah, they're so annoying. (laughs) They're so annoying, right? So I just, was that about her kids? Is that about my kids? You know, I just, I could empathize. And she said, it's so good to hear you say that because it feels so real. So I think there's a way that I'm just adapting in my realness to to what's happening that is actually reassuring. Because I think it would be kind of disingenuous if I showed up and was the old me during this time. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are showing up the old, the old them. And I kind of wonder, and this is my final question, you know, everything's changing. Is your profession perhaps changing? You know, are, are, is there a need to bring something different now? And because you could be working from home, maybe you're not yeah. going to be sitting in front of somebody breathing with droplets for a while. And yeah, also... Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. very fortunate. I've actually been thinking about this. I'm very fortunate because mm-hmm. I'm a... What we, I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist, and I have training in trauma th- therapy that involves somatic oh, experiencing, which is helping people allow themselves to feel safe in their body. And so I can do very active work with people on, on the computer. So I, you actually can really resonate. You can notice how someone's breathing changes. I can give suggestions of how to you know, put their hand on their head or on their heart to shift their neurological ways of being. So I, can do, I do a lot of active work that's um, pretty 
easy to do over video. More traditional, what you see on TV a lot of times of psychotherapy, which is analytic psychotherapy, I think that would be very difficult. And I, I've been wondering how the analysts are dealing with it because it is so starkly different. But I'm lucky that the, the modality that I use is, is pretty adaptable. Well, Dr. Cohen, thank you for joining us. And oh, I think a lot of people could relate to this, this segment. I, I bet they could. Thank you. And you have, as I say, the best weekend you can possibly have. You too. Stay safe. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Dr. Elizabeth Cohen, a psychologist, as we talk about anxiety and depression. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.